Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord, everybody. Pastor Don here, and I am the senior pastor of Life Path Apostolic Agape House of Prayer, and I bring to you blessings from on high. I thank and praise God for an opportunity to greet you on behalf of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Peace and blessings be unto you. And I am so grateful to God for another opportunity to come before his people and feed his sheep. My God, my God. God is such a great God. He's an awesome God. He is a righteous and a holy God. And he is worthy. Hallelujah. He is worthy to be praised. As I was sitting through my devotional this morning, uh, the song came into my mind. Uh, I believe it was, um, what's his name? Uh, Draper, 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 uh, back in the day, Orlando Draper. I remember days when we would praise and worship God uh, in the church. I've come from Church of God in Christ. That's where my roots are. And we would just sing those basic little songs. <laughs> I've been asking God to give us um songs and direction as we start having uh, church service and and some of these old hymns have been coming uh, back to my mind and I'm telling you those hymns had power they had power but there was a song that went it said clean me up clean me up clean me on the outside wash me on the inside clean me up clean me up Prepare me to meet my God. <laughs> Come on now. Clean me up. Clean me up. Purge me on the inside. Wash me on the outside. Clean me up. Clean me up. Prepare me to meet my God. Come on now. Those hymns, some of those songs just really did something to our souls. It helped us and reminded us how to walk this walk. <laughs> I um, I was telling somebody the other day, I don't listen to a lot of music. I prefer uh, talk. I like talk. I listen to talk like people listen to music. Uh, but when it comes to gospel music, uh, I don't follow a lot of the more modern um, day uh, artists uh, be, just because I, I this whole thing about building these platforms and, and fame and, and all of that, it dilutes the message and the power and the anointing of the Holy Spirit. Now, some of them got some great gifts because gifts come without repentance, but repentance, ah, the anointing comes with a cost and there is a cost of repentance and, and, and living right and, and whatever. But I won't preach about that this morning because that ain't my assignment. But anyway, uh, I was sharing that I just can't get down with everybody. You know, I and, and in a way, in some ways, I get frustrated because I'm like, you know, <laughs> y'all act like y'all ain't got to work for our dollar. You know, you just slap on Christian or gospel, depending on your culture uh, or your ethnicity, and you think we're just going to run behind you. But anyway, I'm so grateful to God for this journey and how he is orchestrating it in my life as we prepare to launch uh, the ministry. 
and God is just really just just pouring into me and it is taking me back down memory lane. <laughs> I love my my experience, you know, the 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 way that I came up in in Christ and my knowledge of of God. And I love the church and sometimes I would look back and say, "Why can't we do that no more?" or or, you know, this was good for the church. God gave it to us as a gift. We need to be doing that. And God said, all right now, take note, because now I have placed you in position to bring forth my glory in the church in this season. Uh, so so you go right ahead and implement those things. And one of the things we're going to implement uh, as we get into ministry uh, is... Um, as a part of our launch and a part of the structure of our worship services, we're going to reintroduce some of those hymnals uh, from back in the day. And I'm going to tell y'all, prophetess, I know Church of God in Christ. I don't know much of nothing else because that's where I came up in. So most of the songs are going to be in that area. And I'm telling you, there's power. If you just listen to the words, if you just allow them to minister to your soul, uh, You'll, you'll get something out of it. But anyway, I don't know why I went in that direction, except I want God to clean us up. I want him to clean us up, purge us on the inside and wash us on the outside because we want to be who he's calling for in these last and evil days. We're going to talk about something today that I know a lot of us don't want to talk about but we got to talk about it. We got to get it out here on the table. We got to put it out there because it is something that is plaguing our communities. It is plaguing our churches. It's plaguing our families. And it is bringing much, much destruction. And God has sent me here today to tell those of us who are participating in these acts to stop it to stop it. So we're going to be very clear about the instruction from God. I I don't plan to be before you very long today, uh, but y'all know how that (laughs) goes. I can or I can't. Um, So let me just set something up real quick, because whenever I'm on this, um, on my phone doing these podcasts, when my alarm goes off, it kicks me off of um, the recording. And not only that, if I go too long, it'll kick me off. So I'm going to try to be conscious of the time. Um, but what I want to talk to you about is gossip. I want to talk about gossip and, and I'm, I'm being a little selfish today because this is a topic that is, that is close to my heart. And it is an annoyance. <laughs> it gets on my everlasting nerve. Um, and, and of late, it has been a thorn in my side. And so we're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about it today and talk about how it disrupts the family, how it disrupts uh, the church and and a lot of churches have been plagued with this thing for generations upon generations. And I'm talking because I'm trying to find 
something uh, that I've read. But anyway, I I don't want to get distracted by that. Um, I just want to just take you through what God would have for you. So the other day I was I was visiting with someone and and the thing that gets me a lot of times about people is that <laughs> I I oftentimes hear the things that they say about me behind my back for whatever reason this has been even as you know since my childhood people have a um loyalty to me that causes them to share, you know, things that they have heard. And whether it's an overt or or, or covert uh, loyalty, uh, for whatever reason, I find that people will share things. And, and a lot of times I ain't trying to not hear it. <laughs> you know, I want to know what's going on uh, behind my back. But nonetheless, with that being a reality, sometimes people don't know. I already know what what you're saying about me. So when I come in, in your presence and you try to have these, um, uh, let's see, throw the rock, hide your hand conversations. <laughs> you, you try to take a dig and think I don't know. Um, you know, I, 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 I kind of either... Sometimes I'll, I'll deal with it one or two ways, either depending on how I feel. I'll mess back with you. You know, I'll say things that you won't even think I'll say because I already know what where you're coming from, what angle you're coming from. Or I just, I, I'll cut you off, you know, and be like, okay, I'm, I'm not going to deal with you because of, you know, that that's evil. It's mean-spirited and it's evil, it's cliquish and all of those things. So a lot of times when it happens and when I'm aware of it, uh, I, I deal with it. And like I said, for sport, sometimes I I match wits and, and mess with you, get in your head because you thinking I don't know where you're coming from, you know, or, or I just, I'll get on the defensive or, you know, I just cut you off. And so this particular day, I, we're, we're having a conversation, an innocent conversation, innocent conversation. And, and one of the things for me, it's when when people do these things that are uh, not very close to me or I don't feel a connection with, you know, I, I can just laugh it off or, or adapt or adjust. But when it's the people who I love and care about and they do these things, it hurts my heart especially when those same people know, you know, the, the things that I'm going through. But anyway, so so I'm on this visit, and we having a conversation. So somebody just decides you're going to try to back me into a, a question so you all can get my response and then go off and, and, and talk about it and laugh about it later. And so... We're having this conversation. I'm not going to say what the conversation was about because if I say what the conversation was about, then the person going to know <laughs> who they are. And I haven't had an opportunity to have a private conversation with that person just to say, look, stop it. 
what you all think is true is not true. I done heard all of the slander and rumors that you put against my name all of these years, and it is a lie. So when you approach me about these things or or when you have these uh, conversations where you try to back me into uh, uh, a a question or or having an answer or response, I'm already suspicious of you because you should be sitting up having those conversations with me. No, I mean, with nobody about me. No way. But because you do, and I know you do, don't come asking me no questions around the topic or around the subject because I live a real life. I have a very real family. And and your gossip and slander and rumors can create and cause um, uh, dysfunction, discomfort, dis-ease in my family. So, you know, but anyway, I'm, I'm conversating and I'm continuing to, you know, have the conversation with the people and just thinking in my head, you too, <laughs> you too, of all people, you too. And, and you know what's being said about me behind my back because they're saying it in your face. So don't try to come in like you're so innocent and, and neutral but you're trying to stir up because you're addicted to the drama. You're addicted to, you know, whatever you're getting out of the, the, the output of this gossip. You just can't help yourself. And some of us are like that. Some of us get so, it becomes so ingrained in our inner, um, our subculture, you know, within our units and within our families that we just can't help it. We just can't help it. But anyway, so we have this conversation, and I'm just thinking to myself, okay, now you're going to ask me a, a direct dumb question about what I've done or what I do that you ain't even done. So I'm going to respond back, you know, to, hey, did you do it? Neither one of us did it. All right, so let's move on. And so I'm thinking to myself, I, I was hurt. But then I said, okay, well, you know, they did it, but I'm a forgiving person. I still deal with them. Then we turn around and have the same or conversation around the same topic. And you tell and you tell me that I said something that I did not say. I did not say what you said I said. I said something totally contrary to what you said. But it tells me because you heard what you think you heard which is congruent with whatever y'all rumors are or y'all slander against my name is consistent with that. It just showed me right there that, that that's what you, that's what you were on, you know? So, so I asked God, I said, God, help me to love through and beyond my pain because I'm about at the bone now with folks that, that I've and I'm like, you got to push back because I don't have time in this season of my life. I really, truly do not have time for people in my inner circle that I cannot trust. People that are disloyal, people that are backbiting, people that are slanderous, people that run rumors on my name simply because 
of where God is taking us to and where God is taking this ministry to, I have to know that those who are surrounding me are solid, that I can trust you, that I can be vulnerable around you, that I know that what's what's in this container is going to stay. It ain't going to be no leaks in our building (coughs) because you lack or you have such a vanilla personality that you lack any substance to who you are, that you got to use me as the forerunner <laughs> of your entertainment because it, it lends to, to, to credibility or credence to, to who you are. Or you, you got a bone to carry. You could carry the bone. But my mother, I'm telling you, this lady used to tell me, she said a dog that will carry a bone, a dog that will bring a bone will carry a bone. And what she meant by that is if somebody is bringing you gossip, they're going to take gossip to somebody else. And I'm telling you, uh, those are words to live by. So instead of me getting upset with the person, instead of me cutting them off, because I'm telling you, I was about ready to. And I said, look, I'm, I'm, I, done, <laughs> I didn't talk to them about that specific situation, but I said I, I, done, I done addressed it with this person. They done seen me. Uh, you know, just really, really hurt by things. And, and, and I'm talking about tangible things that, that they know, you know, but then you want to collude and, and jump in on that, even if you did it on the light end, because what they said, it, it was a it was a nothing thing. It, it wasn't even nothing to it, but it was more of the fact that you did it, that you did it. And it's like in, in this season of my life, I'm like, you too. Like, stop it. Don't don't even approach me with no foolishness like that, especially if you know what you have said, what you, and maybe you haven't said it, but what you have listened to or what you have been party to. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm on the, um, and I'm rambling now, so I got to get to the word because I know God gave me a real message for y'all today, but I'm, I'm, of the opinion and 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 uh that even if you are in the presence of this type of iniquity and evil doing you just as guilty as the evil doers and a lot of times i tell people keep my name out of your mouth Simply because I really don't care what you say about me, but you are impacting and influencing others that God has sent me to, to bring forth deliverance through his loving kindness, to bring forth breakthrough. And because you have influence over these people, they are listening to your words as as erroneous as they are, they are listening to the words that you are saying, and it is driving a wedge between them and the call that God has placed on my life for them. So stop it. Stop it. Here's what we're talking about today. We're talking about the plague of gossip. The plague of gossip. You know, we've been going through a pandemic, so we all know what a plague is. We all know uh, 
you know, that it spreads, that it is detrimental, it is dangerous. It brings death. When we function in the role of the enemy, whether it be Lucifer, you know, we, we all pumped up and haughty and, and, and we want to be like God. We feel like we can be in his place and in his space. Or whether it be like Satan, you know, we want to be the accuser of the brethren. We're going to accuse you of all of these things or like de- the devil. The destruction of all mankind, anything of, of, of God. When you function in those areas, you are grieving the Holy Spirit. You are grieving the Holy Spirit. And, and the funny thing about the church, especially the body of Christ, even beyond the four walls, is that when we say we're soldiers in the army of the Lord, it appears that we are the only army that will shoot our wounded. We'll, we'll, we'll kill our wounded. <laughs> we'll kill our wounded. Which, by the way, I'm so grateful God has given me a, a um, structure for the church and and tonight we're going to start our bible study and and during our bible study we're going to go through uh the bible we're going to go through the complete bible chronologically chronologically we're going to start a study and prayerfully it'll be uh 52 weeks we're going to do 52 weeks try to do it in a year but we're not going to put any constraints on the Holy Spirit. However long it takes us is how long it takes us. But God has given me uh, that assignment uh, with the church. And beyond that, and our, during our worship services uh, on Saturdays, Saturday morning, we're going to have worship service. Thursday night, we're going to have Bible study. And Tuesday nights, we're going to have prayer. Look at God. But anyway, uh, during our worship service, uh, as I minister, uh, for now, God has given me the assignment to take us through the books of the Bible that uh, that defined and designed the church, the church of, of Christ, the church of Christ. So anyway, I'm going to start with Galatians and work my way through all of the books, but uh, Thursday nights, we're going to be going through the Chronological Bible. Uh, Saturdays, uh, during worship service, uh, we're going to be around the Word of and, and Galatians. We're going to start out with Galatians. And then Tuesday nights at 7 p.m., we're going to have prayer. And until God give us a church building, until, until God bring you know, the members, we're going to do it. We're going to do that. So I'm so grateful to God, but God is, he's going to continue to drop these little nuggets. He's going to continue to drop these little nuggets, like what we're talking about today, uh, around gossip. And, and, and the funniest part about it is sometimes, you know, the nuggets come out of the pain that I have to endure. It's a funny thing. And I don't want to be so caught up in my flesh 
that I don't answer the assignment that God has given me. You know, uh, sometimes I just get quiet and, and I won't talk about stuff and I, I'll turn away from things, you know, but God said, no, no. When they do it, when they do, as soon as they do it, you know, out of mothers used to be, you know, you get in the store and you act out and they tear your little butt up. And they say, I'm a, I'm a, you act up here. I'm a, I'm a tear you up here. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a discipline you uh, right where the offense happened at. So that's something God is, he's stretching me in that area because it's so hard for me to talk about things, you know, that, that really, really pierce my heart. But anyway, nonetheless, we got to deal with it. We have to deal with it. I have to be vulnerable. And I have to be transparent because it's going to be something that will help others, that will help others. And and the thing about it is when we get caught up in gossip and we confront people about the act, then they try to act like, oh, that wasn't what we were talking about. We, Oh, nobody ever said that about you. You on the wrong track. That never happened. No, you're lying. You're lying. Not only do I have discernment, I done heard what you said, you know. And so, but we just got to put it all on the table and deal with it because I'm guilty as well. I am guilty as well, expressing and sharing things that don't have nothing to do with me and don't have nothing to do with my circumstance that can cause detriment and wreak havoc in people's lives. But anyway, so the church... In the body of Christ, we call ourselves soldiers in the army, and we are the one and and only army that we're going to shoot our wounded. When you know somebody is hurting, when you know that there is pain in a certain area, why would you, of all people who say that you love that individual, why would you be the one entertaining, promoting, or facilitating conversations that are to that person's detriment. I just, I don't understand it. I don't understand it, especially what it happened to me. <laughs> I used to tell my clients, you know, we get, we get hypersensitive when stuff happened to us. But we, are, we lack self-awareness when we do it to others. But there is something that happens to people. What do you call it? The endorphins or or whatever you get off of the high. Some folk get a high off of sitting around gossiping about people because they ain't really got no true tie or relationship or bond with the person that they gossiping with. (laughs) If you had a real relationship, just talk about each other. Talk about, enhance and lift each other up. Stop talking about everybody else. But I have seen, I've experienced, and I've witnessed, you know, people going through just unnecessary pain. They've had to undergo untold pain, pains that they've never spoken about because gossip has an incredible power. It has an incredible power. And people go through gossip and slander and rumors all the time. And God said that if you are a part of it, 
whether you're the facilitator, whether you're the entertainer of it, God said, stop it. You are destroying lives. And some of us who the main gossips, while you gossiping about somebody else's life, God is withholding information about yours. The reason for that is because he know you can't handle it. He know that you could not handle the truth of your situation. And people all around you can see what's going on. They know what's going on. They've been party to what's going on. But God has held their tongue. He has held their tongue simply because he knows that you can't handle it. So what is gossip? What is gossip? Let's talk about it. Gossip is second or third hand information that somebody gives to you without, um, that somebody gives on you without your prior consent and without the consent of the person being gossiped about. Gossip can be true, it can be partially true, or it can be completely false. Right, praise the Lord, praise the Lord. Let's let's just reread that um, definition real quick. So, what is gossip? Gossip is second, hear this, or third-hand information that someone brings to you without your prior consent and without the consent of the person being gossiped about. Gossip can be true. Gossip can be partially true or gossip can be completely false. (laughs) Y'all running around here gossiping about stuff. It doesn't matter if it is true, partially true, or completely false. It can even be motivated by good intentions. But it will always, always, always contain negative personal information about another person that will put them in a bad light. So, so, so let's be clear, because a lot of people say, oh, well, I was just sharing that information because of A, B, C, and D, I was just saying that. Well, talk about the good things about them. Stop gossiping and slandering people. The Bible teaches us in Proverbs about slander, and it says that it is an accusatory speech that is injurious to a person's name and or reputation. It essentially assassinates their character by the act of smearing someone. The reason that it's important that we talk about this is because gossip and slander will color people's perception of an individual unfairly and unjustly without their prior knowledge 
or their consent. Remember I said when we started this thing, a lot of times you all out there running your mouth lying because half of you don't really know me for real, for real. You're running your mouth about stuff that's juicy and it sound good, but you are spewing that, that evil and that negative stuff into the hearts and minds of people that God has sent me to, that he has called me to, to serve. What, what you're doing with this type of sin is that you are tearing a person down. You're tearing them down and, and, and you're destroying their ability to do what God is, is telling them to do. And you don't see yourself as an agent of the enemy, but you are. I read something somewhere that said that gossip is the enemy's Uh, It says, gossip is the devil's radio. Don't be a DJ. And some of y'all out there, DJs, devil's gestures. That's what I'm going to call y'all. I just made that up. (laughs) Y'all, the devil's gestures. Some DJs out there running your mouth. Keep your mouth shut. It ain't that hard. I promise you. Find something in common with the people that you're gossiping with. Y'all ain't got nothing in common but somebody else's downfall. That's a hot mess. That's a hot mess. I said one time it's retarded. And I didn't mean that in a, you know, overtly offensive way. Because I know people don't like that word, retard. But it is, it's, it's, it's showing a stagnation or a, a, a inability for you to grow or develop in certain areas. Learn how to relate to people on a personal level so y'all don't have to be sitting around gossiping, tearing people down, talking about people, demeaning them. And, and, and the funny thing about it is a lot of these gossips, you will say stuff around other people that you will never say in that person's face. You telling a tale about somebody that you know you ain't going to say when you get up and around them. So stop it. Stop it. Build a, build a godly standard around gossip. Let me tell you something. I'm going to tell you the truth. And if you're listening to this uh, podcast, if you're listening, God wants you to hear the truth. And once you hear the truth, you will be held accountable. Gossip, slander, and rumor are not godly tools. They are not of God. They are not attributes of God. They are demonic. They are evil. If you are a constant gossip, if you're constantly talking about the downfall of others, if you're constantly demeaning people and sharing their business that you know they wouldn't want you sharing, you are an agent of the enemy. Point blank period. Stop it. Raise a standard. And I, I'm telling you, I'm, I'm one. I've been guilty. I've been guilty of not just listening to gossip. I've been guilty of spreading gossip. I didn't realize how deeply my words impacted or hurt certain people in my life. I'm just thinking I'm hey, having conversations with people that I love about other people that I love about negative things. 
that are happening. But then when that individual find out that I've shared or disclosed that information, it hurts them because they feel that they only disclosed those things to me because they thought that they were safe enough to do so. So when I come to you so strongly and say, we got to stop, I'm not leaving myself out of the equation. And we all will be held accountable. We all will be held accountable. God is speaking through me. He's giving us the instruction. He's given us the instruction and he's telling us what to and what not to do. And if we choose to continue against what God is instructing us, he's given us a, uh, uh, um, what's the word? Amnesty. <laughs> what What is it? Um, I'm trying to think a couple of years ago, they had like a, was it a tax amnesty? I know it wasn't child support, but it was something like you owed a certain amount of money and if you came and, 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 um, you know, uh, turned yourself in, they would give you amnesty, which means they would absolve you from any responsibility or consequences for whatever it was that you did, uh, during that time that they just wiped the slate clean, but you had to come clean. <laughs> clean us up, Lord, clean us up, purge us. From the inside, wash us on the outside. Clean us up. Oh, God, prepare us to meet our God. My God, my God. We want to be clean. He said, I'm giving you amnesty. And you ain't got to go back to folk and be like, I'm so sorry. I slandered your name two, three years ago. And and I gossiped about you last week. Or I spread a rumor. Or I perpetuated a rumor that was told about you. You ain't got to go to folk and apologize for stuff. Just stop it. Just stop. Repent with God. Lord God, forgive me for my sin. Forgive me for doing this to my brother, to my sister. Forgive me and keep it moving. Because some of y'all don't come telling me. Because I'm, I'm still struggling in certain areas. I might cut you off for real. I'm just kidding. But if you, I mean, seriously, if you need to come tell me so you can get it off your chest, come on. No, no, no judgments here. We all have sinned in this area. And we all must do better. We must do better. And, and to be honest, I'd rather you come and tell me I'm sorry from doing it. I mean, for doing it. Then when I when I say something about it, you act like, oh no, I never would do that. You misunderstood. Blah blah blah. You know, I'd rather you come directly to me and say, hey, I'm sorry. You know. You got to think about, as humans, we are people with feelings. And sometimes it will hurt, especially family members. It hurts so deeply when someone attacks your character. And especially when you don't know the things that are being said about you behind your back. Sometimes folk don't even acknowledge that they're engaging in 
gossip and slander. We have to, to the best of our ability, raise a standard in our lives. That when somebody comes and tell us something about somebody, the second hand, just lead them back to the person. Just lead them back to the person. Go, go talk to such and such about what you're trying to share with me. Don't be rude about it. You know, be encouraging. And it's all about helping people. Helping people because slander violates the very essence of God's principles for us. He tells us to treat others the way that we want to be treated. I don't know about you, but I've suffered some some serious agony, despair, depression, mental illness, a lot of stuff just from gossip. Just from gossip, the power of people's words. And folks think you're so stupid that you don't know the things that they're saying about you behind your back, but their actions show you. The thing that bothers me the most is when you know, now I'm not saying you, you know, you initiate the conversation or nothing, but you entertain it. And you know what folks saying about, about me. And then you try to act like you're an ally. And you go and try to, you know, in their presence, either you shed light on whatever it is that they got a problem on, because, hey, hey, I'm about to to stir it up and expose her. Or you sit up there and you play the game right with them. You, you you may think that it's innocent. You might, you might think that it's, you know, innocent because it's so subtle. It's so subtle. You're sitting around, we all, you know, just talking about, well, how's this one doing in life? And how's that one doing in life? And here you, you can't wait to get that juicy nugget off. We was at such and such and so and so, and I asked Don this question and blah, 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 blah. Or when, or when I leave the room, you look at each other like, oh, did you hear what she said? Did you see what she did? Come ask me questions. That's it. I always invite people. If you hear something about me, and, and that's for those who care enough, because some folk don't even care beyond just starting up ruckus. But if you hear something about me, come ask a question, because I'm going to do one or two things. Either I'm going to help you understand how little this has to do with your business <laughs> and how much you ought to mind yours, or I'm going to grace you with an answer. And if I do that, trust and believe it's going to be the truth. Some of y'all can't really handle the truth. (laughs) When you are spreading gossip, spreading rumors, slandering people's names, You are operating in malice. 
You are operating in malice. As innocent as you might think you are, even if you're entertaining the conversation, you are operating and functioning in malice. I don't care what your motive is. That becomes irrelevant. But when you begin to spread negative and harmful information about another person, that that is absolutely the opposite. It is contrary of walking in love. 1 Corinthians 13, what does it tell us about love? It says love thinks no evil and it believes the best of others. We sit around and we be like, did you hear about such and such and -and so-and-so? You know they did A, B, and C. You hear about their kids? You know about their kids? (laughs) I had to laugh. I think I shared this before. People, People think they know me and they think they can get in this head. Boy, I'm telling you, it's a maze for me. So I hate for you to try to get into it. But when it comes to my kids, people people honestly think that I think that my little jokers can't do no evil, baby, when I tell you. And then they think that, that I get embarrassed about them. I don't get embarrassed about my kids. <laughs> can't nobody embarrass me but myself. They are adults. They are grown. I raised them a certain way just like my parents raised me a certain way. And sometimes we do what we want to do. That don't embarrass me. But here's the key. Here's the key. Here's the key. If you all are with me and we're raising a standard of living, and we don't want to continue to grieve the Holy Spirit in this area, here is a key. It's a nugget. It's something I want you to use. Never pass anything about anybody else that will hurt them. Never pass anything on about anybody else that will hurt them. Know that love covers a multitude of sins. Keep on gossiping. Keep on telling tales. Keep on being the bearer of tales. They used to say tattletale, <laughs> which is a, a tale bearer. You have no place in God's favor. You have no place in God's favor. And if you know something that will hinder or hurt the reputation of one of God's children, bury it forever. I told you nine times out of ten, what you think is right, what you think is truthful, it ain't because you ain't never asked the question. You just went on with with a rumor that you have no basis or facts to substantiate. And you just carry it or you sit around when folk talk about it. The, The Bible encourages us to never say things about our brothers and sisters that will hinder them, that will hurt their reputation. That in contrast to that, bury it. Find a garden, find a spot. What's his name? A.W. Tozer. He said, find, he said, find a little garden out back 
a little spot somewhere. And when somebody comes around you with an evil story, take it out and bury it. Take it out and bury it. Then he went on to say, and and say this, here lies in peace the story about my brother. He said brother, but I'm going to say my sister, my mother, my father, my child. God will take care of it. God will take care of it because what with what level of judgment you've judged others, you shall also be judged. You shall also be judged. That's not a determinant from judging because we ought to judge. Iron sharpeneth iron. And I've taught this before. It's, it's, it's just like, you know, if, if you judge, it means you know better. So if you can judge something that you know better, you better not be doing it. The bottom line is, if you want God to be good to you, and I'm, I'm saying this in the most humble way I can, if you want God to be good to you, you better be good to God's children. You better be good to God's children. And you think that you living and walking by grace in the kingdom of God. We all live by grace. We all walk by grace. Grace is what gets us into the kingdom. Grace is what sustains us and allows us into the kingdom. But taking your hands off and your mouth off of the men and women of God is called unmerited favor. It's called unmerited favor. Because God ain't going to let you keep beating up on his kids. He ain't going to let you keep running their name down in the ground. I'm telling you the truth. He's got a seat at the table for all of us. But he teaches us manners. He teaches us table manners and what we can and cannot do. And the funny thing about it, some of y'all don't understand. We can't eat unless we operate and function in the right etiquette. Some of y'all suffering because you keep putting your mouth on folks. Just shut up. Just be quiet. It ain't even that deep, I promise you. I promise you some of that juiciness that you're looking for, you can get right in the word. Y'all want to get some some, <laughs> some stories? Boy, get in that Old Testament. And for real, the New Testament too. But I'm, ooh, the Old Testament, boy, they had some stuff going on. Tell that story. Gossip that. But I'm telling you the truth. You keep thinking that because God has allowed you to sit at the table and you keep on uh, pulling down his people, that he's going to let you eat at that table? Mm-mm. Nope. Not gonna happen. Not gonna happen. And you better be careful. Because while you're trying to expose folk, he gonna start exposing you. Stuff you ain't <laughs> you ain't ready for. You better go repent. I'm telling you the truth. Why am I talking about this? Because it's it's something that's afflicting me. 
<laughs> Y'all just keep keep my babe out your mouth. Talk to each other about each other. So what do we do? What do we do? What do we do? How do we confront gossip? How do we deal with it? What do we do if we hear a rumor about somebody? What happens if, if we're in a conversation with people or somebody and they begin to put one of our brothers, our sisters down, put them in a bad light? What do we do? Do we get up, turn the table? We start going off on phone. <laughs> I wouldn't recommend that. But what I would say is interrupt the conversation. Admonish the person to speak directly to the person that they're criticizing. Stop partaking. Stop taking place. Stop stop taking part of it and, and send Return to sender. Send them, send them to the source of whoever they're talking about. I know it's going to be hard. I know it's going to be hard because a lot of times we do what we should not do. We shouldn't be party to gossip. We should always confront those who are spreading evil speech against others. We have to be good stewards over the reputation, the dignity, and the honor of our brothers and sisters, especially in Christ. A lot of times y'all spreading stuff that ain't been even confirmed by two or three witnesses. Keep on. Keep on listening to folk. If what do you do if somebody is slandering your name? What if you do if they're gossiping about you? If it is a person of significance, meaning that you are going to have a long-term relationship with this person or if their words have significant impact to those around you who are people of significance, then I say confront them. Stop holding it in. Stop holding it back. Because, see, a lot of times we don't want to confront stuff because we don't want to make people uncomfortable. Oh, I, I, it's okay. I know she got a problem with gossip. I don't want to do I don't want to. But what about what they're doing to your name? What about how they're making you uncomfortable? What about how they're disrupting uh, uh, things in your household, in your family? (laughs) It is not love to treat people that way. There is no love in that. God wants us to stop. He wants us to heal. He wants us to get better. He wants this mess to stop. And just ask yourself, ask yourself these few little questions. Say, would I want somebody talking about me the way that I'm about to talk about them? 
how would how would what I'm saying about them affect my family if somebody was saying it about me? How about how would my husband, my wife, my mother, my father, my children, my friends, my loved ones, people in my community, how would they feel if somebody was saying the same thing about me about something that I was challenged with or going through in my life? Just ask yourself. We 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 have common sense. Stop being an agent of the enemy. Stop being an accuser of the brethren. Stop being an adversary. Stop being a slanderer. All of those are acronyms for the enemy. His name is Satan. His very nature is to be the the accuser of the brethren. Satan means adversary. And the word devil translated means slanderer. So so anytime you accusing folk, anytime you being an adversary, anytime you being a, a slanderer, you a devil, you a demon, you Satan. And and if y'all don't want to hear nothing else I say, get Proverbs 18 and 8. It says the word of a gossip are like choice morsels. They go down in a man's innermost parts. What he means by this is that gossip is likened unto poison. That once someone drinks it, they cannot get it out of their system. And it separates us from people. From close friends, from loved ones. How many relationships have been broken and destroyed because you don't know how to keep your mouth shut? Because you just keep on, you, you, you can't help it. I had to I had to begin to cut things off. People, things that would cause me to revert to those behaviors that are not pleasing to God. If I know every time I get with such and such, I'm gonna be gossiping about people, guess what? I, I need to stay away from you until I get delivered. We have to put away gossip. Because not only does it damage the person that is being gossiped about, it also damages the people who are hearing the gossip. Because it causes them to judge that person that they don't know nothing about unfairly. And it causes them to miss out on what God would have for them. Stop allowing your mouth to play a role in the pursuit of somebody else's detriment. Stop doing it. And I know you don't want to hear what I'm saying. I know we've become complacent with with being gossipers. But we have to stop. We have to stop. You got to learn how to walk away. Learn how to walk away. Stop listening to the gossip. 
Stop spreading the gossip. Give it no audience. Refuse to listen to it. Rebuke the gossiper. Distance yourself from them. Refuse to listen. Walk away and insist that they go back to the person that they're talking about and have a conversation. Distance yourself. Refuse to listen. Rebuke them. Take the gossiper to the gossip victim. Said them before. It'll make it less... Uh, likely that they'll gossip. And look at this. God hates gossip. He hates gossip because it is a sin. It's worse than lying. It is destructive to the people who are being talked about. It assassinates a person's character and their good name. It divides people. It distorts the truth. It makes people who gossip not trustworthy. You thinking you gossiping and folk trust you? If you can bring a bone, you can carry a bone. It exposes what is supposed to be private. And above all, it violates God's law. It is sin. Stop sticking your nose in everybody else's business and do not allow your mouth to be used to repeat, to repeat or make itching ears to hear what is none of your business. There is nothing more destructive that can bring down a home, divide a church, and make enemies of friends than gossip. Those who gossip are full of pride because it's all, it always uh, wants to make them look better than others that they are gossiping about. A person who's truly humble will never talk about somebody behind their back. The Bible tells us that God resists the proud. And he gives grace to the humble. So God will resist you who cannot tame your tongue. Gossip is actually akin to breaking of the, um, of the commandment that bears false witness. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. It is hurting people. It is it is really hurt, hurting you because eventually you're going to reap what you've sown in other people's lives. Through your gossip. Folk letting you get in and get close to them and you running off because you got a vanilla personality and got no real substance to your conversation. All you can do is talk about other people. Find something else to do. All right? I love you all. I had to do it. I had to do it. God made me do it. (laughs) The devil can't make me do nothing. 
God made me do it. He wanted me to bring this to you in love and know that I love you. I love you. I love you more than you can even imagine. And I know that God is going to help us through and get us through this thing. All right? So stop the gossip. I love you much, Father God, in the name of Jesus, Father, as we go about our days, Lord God, and as we continue along the path of righteousness, Father, we just ask that you will look down on us, touch us in a mighty way. Let your word today be made manifest in our lives. Let it come alive, Lord God. Help us to tame our tongues and not to be gossips and not to tear up homes and tear up people's lives and tear up uh, uh, people's names because of our lies and our weaknesses, our inability to speak love and truth about others. Father, I thank you now and I bless you that our lives shall never be the same, that we are raising a standard of living that is consistent with your will. In Jesus' name we pray, thank God, amen and amen.